On this episode of the Naturist Living Show, Children in Naturism, Part 2. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome, dear listener, to episode 147 of the Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschênes. I'm the owner of Baroque's Family Naturist Park and your host for this podcast. And this is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, well, you can you can probably hear this part without and go see, listen to the other one afterwards. But uh, so it, it, it's such a big topic that we decided to make two episodes out of it. And in fact. Part one right away has caused a problem. I very, very carefully picked an image for part one, which I think is a lovely image of a family on the beach. And I picked it because you couldn't see anything. No genitals. You can't even see a bum because people are either sitting or turned sideways. Go take a look at uh, the website podcast uh, episode uh, and you'll see the image that I'm talking about. So I thought, this is a perfect image. It's totally social media safe. Oh, but no, I was wrong, because there are special rules for children in nudity. And as I've said many times, and I'm sure including in the first episode, children used to just be cute. Nude children was just something adorable. I still think it's adorable. Um, I'd like to see the these cute little kids running around just so comfortable with themselves, not knowing anything different. Um, but most of society sees that as some sort of evil thing, something that will make bad people really excited and aroused and cause all kinds of abuse. Of course, we know that doesn't happen. It's not how it works. And I won't get into the details of that. But um, I'm so frustrated because it's such an adorable image. But apparently any nudity even implied well it's not implied it's clear but without any of those offensive bits is problematic for social media and we were taken down so not sure what we're going to have yet for this episode uh, you will see but it will be even more restricted i suppose except on the website where we control it and we can do what we want so but before we go any further um, let's hear from Samantha, not about what she thinks of children in naturism, although I'm sure she has a similar opinion to mine, but all about how you can support the show and how we really appreciate those who do. This episode is brought to you by the very generous support of Daniel M., Dennis J., Robert B., Carlo P., and Stephen. And to everyone who is continuing to support the show and myself, your generosity every month is so incredible incredibly motivating and appreciated. If you're not already supporting this show and would like to, just visit patreon.com slash naturistlivingshow, all one word. We would truly appreciate the support. 
so family naturism, that's used all the time, right? That's, it's a term uh, that we, we call, you know, naturist park, family naturist park, family nudism, family naturism. Why? Because it seems obvious that if it's family, then there's no sex. And everybody assumes that we're all naked together, there must be sex. But if it's family, how can there be? Except now it's starting to seem like that still that doesn't work anymore because people no longer think of children as innocent even when they're nude they think there's something bad going on um, plus family sometimes means that uh, people feel excluded but i don't think it should it's bear oaks family nature spark and my thought is everyone is part of a family we were born from someone we most of us have uh, siblings certainly all of us have parents whether they're alive or not so the family to me is everyone it's from birth we have babies here at the park, to elderly, where you are just enjoying the later years of your life and passing on your wisdom and comfortable in your body, no matter what it looks like, even after a lifetime of experiences. And you can see that in all the scars and wrinkles and stuff that are part of your life and your experience. It's a wonderful thing, the whole family. It's not just children, but children are important. Children are important because it's a part of a life well, it's how we, there's more of us coming all the time. And, and if you want a successful naturist park, club, resort, whatever, you need p- people from all ages and all generations. And you keep, and you ke- need to keep renewing your, your membership with younger people because the older ones, well, they retire and then they get older and unfortunately they pass away. That's what's going to happen to all of us. It's why, but, but when you don't renew, you get a club that's just old. So children are part of that. And it's it's adds energy and it adds uh, a lovely feeling when you have all generations in the park. It used to be, you know, people say that it used to be much more common to have children in naturism because what they see in a lot of the magazines. I'm not sure if that's true. I'm not sure um, because certainly there's always been a push to make it look like family naturism because that made it seem innocent, um, and it was it. it it was easier to explain the non-sexual aspect if there were children around. So I think in magazines, and we do that too, right? We try to show all people even today on websites. And in, so back then in magazines, it makes sense that they would make sure to show the families, uh, particularly given the sensitivities at the time that you wanted to get away from the sexual aspect because that was the big taboo. So I don't know if there were more children. Certainly people had more children uh, if you go back to the mid-20th century, at least in Western societies. Um, so maybe there were more. Certainly, I know that the club that I belong to, I heard uh, before we owned Bear Oaks, I heard from many people who grew up there that since moms did not work in general, they would come up for the entire summer with the kids and live there. So they would certainly be there a lot more. Whereas today, we see families coming here only on weekends. Uh, and then not all weekends, because kids have a lot of activities and a lot of things to do. But it was a time where children was certainly at that time seen as innocent. And uh, there's a uh, W5 show. Uh, W5 is a uh, Canadian uh, news show. If you're in the U.S., you might know 60 Minutes, for example. And it's the same kind of show, a new current affairs show. And they did a segment on Cap Dag. Um, and I've done an episode on Cap Dag, so I won't get into what's wrong with it now. But it used to be very family-oriented. There was lots of kids. And it's lovely in this... Uh, in this uh, segment that they do on CapDag, because they do all the stuff you expect, but they they film, there's no shame. It was shameless. It's, you see full nudity, you see genitals, men, women, 
and children. Nobody thought at that time that that nudity um, was bad. And today, whether it's illegal or not, and it generally in Canada it's not, uh, nu- children's nudity to be illegal has to have sexual context or excessive emphasis on genitals. It's very specifically written in the law. But we self-censor because we're concerned about what other people might think. We're concerned about image. And most people don't understand the law and to think that any nudity is child pornography, which, of course, it's not. So in part one, we talk about academic research and papers and uh, the, the, the scientific, if you will, ideas about whether children and nudity is a good thing or a bad thing, of course. You know the answer because this is about naturism, and we clearly believe that it's good for children. And we learned that the most pessimistic interpretation of all that uh, the papers and the research and is that there's no effect, but it, there's some suggestion that it's actually good for kids. And I think we see that in, instinctually. Um, you know, I'm not, I, people have misused common sense in recent years badly. Uh, to mean that just because it makes sense to you because you don't understand it any other way, you can ignore science because science goes against your common sense. That's not right. But we, why would we be born to be ashamed, embarrassed, and offended by our own image? How does that make any sense? Why, why is not wearing clothes, why is that abnormal? Why do people think it's unnatural? When you really think about it, of course it's natural, it's normal. And you see that with very young children. They, When they're not wearing clothes, they're free, they're happy, they're innocent, they have no shame. They, they, they Nobody's taught them yet. It's something that is learned. And even if your parents don't teach it to you, you will learn it from your friends, you will learn it from school, you will learn it from media. You might even learn it accidentally from your parents who don't want you to be ashamed, but say, oh, no, you can't be naked out front in the front driveway. And they might have a quick reaction when you run out there naked, and you'll sense their discomfort and their shame. So there was actually a book called Growing Up Without Shame published. Um, it's out of print. I have a copy, and it's, uh, it's a little old, but it's a good book to where, where people talk about a lot of that stuff, uh, about children and how comfortable they are in naturism. And how even as teenagers that we've talked in the past about and with youth about how body shame um, is not natural uh, at puberty. It's still, it comes from society and comes from peers. And nobody grows up in a pure naturist environment. It's impossible. We are not societies. We are, we are clubs. We are places for weekends and for leisure activity. Even if some people live in a naturist club and in some parts of the world they do, they still generally go outside um, and they still watch media, and they still go to school somewhere else. So it's it's not as obvious as it seems uh, to some people, or to, even right to the majority of people in society, that this shame is natural. It's not. I, it's 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 absolutely taught, in my opinion. And the papers and academic research that we talk about in part one suggests that as well. So in this one, though, we thought we would focus more on that the common sense and what we see and how what parents think is right for raising children because all of us who are parents and I've raised two boys, well, my wife and I raised two boys as naturists, do what we think is right for our children. And that is, that is our, um, I think that's our duty. We don't all agree, 
But I think that it's important, whatever your values are, whether it's religion or what you think our role in society is, it's important for us to pass on those. That's part of the lessons that parents teach um, because schools do a very poor job of that and they don't really teach that. That's really a parent's job to do that. So for a lot of parents, naturism is the answer to raising children who are more comfortable, more comfortable, com confident, more comfortable with their bodies. Um, but don't get me wrong, parenting is complex. Uh, it, it, naturism is not going to make perfect children. Well, nobody makes perfect children. Every parent makes a mistake, so don't worry if you feel that way as a parent. Um, the question is how you deal with the mistake and whether you recognize it. And, you know, I've apologized to my children many times as they were growing up when I made mistakes and when I was wrong. So the, the parenting is complex, and naturism is not the panacea that solves all issues about raising children properly. Um, but for many parents, um, it is the right way to raise their children so that they can be better adults and they can be more independent and comfortable with who they are. And so we thought we would ask parents here at Bear Oaks to talk about that and basically answer those questions um, that everybody asks, the most common questions that everyone asks. And if you, if you know the answers to these questions, don't even memorize them. If you know the answer to these questions, you can address any of the concerns that people will automatically have when they find out that there are children in nature. So you can find these questions and answers, by the way, on the Bear Oaks website, and we'll put links to that in the show notes. But let's hear the parents themselves answer the questions when I ask them. People have expressed concern that uh, if their children are nude all the time, they're gonna be confused as to when it's okay to be nude and when it's not. Definitely not. They know that when you go to a pool, you wear a bathing suit. They know at home they have the choices to wear what they want. My son actually calls this place the naked park. So he knows that when we're here, we are naked. He knows that this is the place that he can be naked, that he's comfortable and he's allowed to be himself and do what he wants to do here. Sometimes he comes and he'll say, you know, I don't want to be naked right now. And I say, that's okay. As long as you know that when we're going swimming, we have to be naked in the park. He knows the rules. He knows which places he's allowed to wear his clothes, which places he's has to remove the clothes for things like swimming, obviously. He's very understanding of when and where to be naked. It's just the way that you teach them. He knows at home it's safe to be nude, at here it's safe to be nude, but he's not gonna go nude to school. It's just all about a time and a place. I think if anything, this kind of helps them understand when those boundaries exist, right? Like out in public, you know, it's, it's not acceptable for um, different reasons but here it's it's acceptable and they know that like there's nothing wrong with being nude there's nothing wrong with not having any clothes on it's just a matter of you know where it's perceived to be acceptable or not and and they, they get that own understanding of just being comfortable in that environment and they can kind of feel that out for themselves and, and, and they know that you know there's nothing wrong with with being nature as long as everyone's accepting of that and you're in a uh, a beautiful, welcoming space such as this, then there are no issues. As a group, our group of moms, we all, we talk about it a lot as a group and the kids, everyone knows that this is a safe place to be free. And that's another reason why we love it. The other thing they ask is, uh, do you force your children to be nude? Never, never. I don't force my child to do anything. 
you know, and we've been coming here for, this is our fourth year now, so since Charlotte has been two. So this is something that she's completely used to. It's a part of our lives. You know, naturism is our lifestyle and it's definitely nothing that's forced. And if it was, and if it, let's just say in a couple of years, Charlotte's not as comfortable with it. I would never ever force her to come, but you know, always reinforcing why it's okay to be in here and why it's safe. But if there's a time when she decides she doesn't want to, and that's okay too, and I'll just come by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, naturally, my kids are just drawn to being naked. We've never really worn clothes at home. So when we found a place where we could be outdoors and enjoying the beauty of nature while not having to subject ourselves to clothing, it just seemed like a good place to go. And we've loved it ever since. To be honest, the funny thing is, children seem to have that innocence of like, there never was an issue to begin with. You know they. They came here at a time before they they had that um, imposed upon them that they just they loved it. I mean they 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 had the apprehensive um, quality initially, um, but it was a very small barrier to overcome. I mean once you come to a, such a welcoming and happy place like this, it becomes um, almost more normal than wearing your clothes. I think my kids would probably be naked all the time. I'm usually actually forcing them to put on clothing. Um, but no, absolutely not. Um, again, we had a discussion about coming and we talked about it and all of my children were really excited about the idea. They didn't need any persuading. We've had friends come and visit with their children and some jumped on the idea right away and some needed a little bit of time to adjust. but. Um, usually, you know, most of the time kids are more comfortable not wearing clothing or wearing the clothing that makes sense for the temperature or the weather as opposed to having to wear more than they want to. I think the term force is not a good verb to use in that place. I don't force my children to do anything, but if we're talking about forcing, is that not the same thing when we force them to wear clothing when we're in public and force them to wear a bathing suit if we go swimming at a public pool? How is it any different? Yeah, absolutely. You're respecting the rules of the place that you're in. So if the rule is that you wear a bathing suit, then that's what you do. And if the rule is that you don't, then that's what you do. And I think it's valuable for children to learn that if you want to be in a certain place, it's important to respect the rules. So the reason why I'm not waiting till he's old enough to decide for himself is because I'm his parent. I make decisions for him. Um, we make decisions in his day-to-day -day life, his religion, just certain things like that, his school. Uh, this is one of the parenting choices that I'm making for both him and I, and I think it's a positive parent choice. So, Landon, do you love coming here? Yeah, he loves it here. Um, he knows that this is a safe place to come and that he is probably one of the first people to strip down as soon as he gets here. Like, he's ready to go, he doesn't want to wait, his friends are there, he's ready to go. And in a similar vein, they want to know, why don't you just wait until they're old enough to make up their own decision as to whether they want to be nude or not? Well, I mean, I don't think that's giving kids a lot of credit because kids have a lot of capacity for making decisions. Maybe they can't fully verbalize it, but they can still make a choice. So I think personally getting started young is better. Uh, as children age, they tend to have more influence from society, more body consciousness, more um, sexual awkwardness that might be developing. So starting young is actually a really nice way to have something be normal all their lives so that as they get older and their bodies start to feel maybe more awkward or more sexual, it's already something they're totally comfortable with. 
Uh, for me, it's really important for my children to kind of have a sense of the natural human body and, and to really get a sense of how body shaming is something that is kind of put on that isn't necessarily something that needs to happen or should happen by any means. Uh, they come here, they see that everybody's different, they get comfortable in their own body, and it all of a sudden doesn't become an issue. There's, there's, no, there's no problem, there's no, oh, you know, this person's different, and oh, that person, like, we know everyone is different. We know that everyone has, um, you know, different qualities about them, and that's okay, that's great, that's what makes us all human. Like I said, it's our lifestyle, and the same as we decide of what our religion's gonna be, or what type of doctor we see, or, you know, if she goes to public school, or if she goes to Montessori school, these are decisions that parents make. And especially at a young age, she's not able to really make those kind of decisions for herself, but we make sure that we keep it natural and comfortable. And in my mind, I'm making the right decision. And at this point in her life, I think that's really what matters. When do you make that decision? When do you decide that your child is old enough to make that decision? How do you figure that out? How do you know when your kid is ready to make a sandwich by themselves? How do you know when your kid's ready to go to the bathroom by themselves? How do you know when your kid is ready to go to school by themselves? How do you, as a parent, make that decision to say, my kid is old enough for this? Things like nudity is not an age thing. That's something we're born as. I live by the phrase, we're born naked and the rest is drag. Everybody is born naked. We come into this world naked. It's normal. It's natural. It's something that should be normalized. Unfortunately, society says otherwise. So, raising our kids in this environment, they understand that they're in a safe spot and that they can be who they want to be. Of course, it's also the fear that uh, the kids will be made fun of when they find out that they're, that they're naturists and that they'll have trouble getting along with their peers in school. I don't think so at all. I think that with naturism, he's growing up to be more confident in himself. Um, there's chances of that happening anywhere. I mean, bullying happens regardless. Some, if you're going to be bullied, you're going to be bullied regardless of what the topic is. Kids are mean. Adults are mean. It happens. Unfortunately, it's something we have to shelter our kids from as parents regardless. But as I said, it happens. And being in a place like this, they learn that everybody is different and that everybody is different. So they kind of grow with that self-confidence. I personally grew up with no self-confidence, no self-esteem. I was very ashamed of my body growing up. And then as an adult, I realized that that's not normal and that I shouldn't feel that way about myself. So I want my kids to grow up before that happens. I want them to have that confidence and I want them to be comfortable in their own skin and be able to do anything realistically. I mean, unfortunately, bullying and being made fun of is, is a way of life. And if it's not naturism and being naked, it'll be, you know, the color of her hair or she runs funny or whatever the case may be. But I give her the confidence in herself to stand up for herself and that she knows that that when she comes here, it's not wrong. It's natural. And it's something that society has dubbed as something that's not normal and not okay. So and I even hope that when she does get old, she'll be an advocate to it, you know, and encourage, I'm always encouraging other families to try and come and try it out. Or if they don't want to come with their children at first, you know, come by yourself and you'll see how many children are here and how much fun they're having. And then you'll want to bring your kids with you to enjoy the experience 
And it's something that I would say the majority of the world doesn't get to experience. And it's a shame because it's so wonderful. Is once they get comfortable, you can kind of tell them a little bit more about you know, this is why we do it, this is what we believe in, this is, this is what it actually is. Uh, and once they have that foundation themselves, they can then be confident in that and even explain that to their friends. And it's quite honestly not as big of a deal when you're able to talk about it and, and be a little bit more open about why they're here and, and, and why they like it. And it's, it's very interesting to hear that from a child's perspective uh, of how simple and, and easy of a choice that is. I encourage my children not to be friends with anyone that's going to make fun of them for their natural state or their choices. So I don't really think having a friend that is going to make fun of you for something you choose to do that makes you happy or feel good is a very good friend at all. Some people are afraid that if the kids are nude all the time, they're going to become more sexually promiscuous. That's a great question because that is definitely the number one concern we get. Um, I find that it's the opposite, you know, when you encourage your children to have a sense of their bodies removed from sexuality, they have a better sense of when it's appropriate for a body part to be sexualized. All of our body parts are not sexual and sexual, depending on the context. If you allow your child to be naked in a context that's not sexual, they get an actual understanding of that. So I think what we're doing is fostering really sexually intelligent children, as well as children who are aware of body parts and names and the fact that they're all different and there's no actual expectation for what they have to look like or what should or shouldn't be sexually attractive to them. So I think actually being here makes much more sexually intelligent children and if they choose to be more sexually promiscuous, they wouldn't be doing that because they felt like they had to, because it was a social expectation. It would be an actual choice of theirs. People think that nudity equals sexuality is because we're constantly hiding ourselves. And then when you finally get that present opened, that's your prize at the end is that nudity. But if you eliminate that altogether, that doesn't have to be the sexual attraction. You know, some people are sexually attracted to a personality. Some people are sexually attracted to height. You know, everybody has their differences that they're attracted to and nudity is technically not something that's causing the attraction. We're teaching our, our children that, that um, you know, being naked is a normal thing and every body is different and that it's okay to be comfortable in your own skin and not to be ashamed of yourself, but at the same time to still, you know, know your rights, know when it's okay to say no and when it is okay to say yes. It's shown that he's going to be opposite um, because of the fact that he's seeing people's bodies not sexualizing them, that this is just normal. Um, I don't think that he's going to be like that at all because of the fact that he's growing up in this environment. And a, a related question that they have, uh, which is kind of the opposite, is that they will become desensitized to sexuality because they're desensitized to nudity. Definitely not at all. <laughs> That's like I said, like you're, if you're not attracted to somebody because their clothes are off, you're attracted for other things, right? You find that thing that connects you, that makes you want to perform other acts. It's not the nudity specifically that causes the attraction, if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> Being naked is not necessarily a sexual thing. Society, again, has made it into a sexual thing, but it's a natural thing. That's why we're naturists, right? And it's not, it's not just about 
being outside naked, like, you know, having sex or doing other things. It's about being one with nature, becoming, you know, more one with yourself as well. I, I think if anything, it'll probably give them an even more understanding and appreciation of, uh, of the human body and boundaries and respect because, um, you know, being a naturist isn't about sex. It's not about, you know, looking at the body from that one perspective. It's, it's about looking at it as a body and, and as a, a person and as a being behind that. And they see that and I think, if anything, once it comes time for sexual maturity on their part, they will be so comfortable with the human body that it will be, um, it will be respected much more. It won't just be like, I'm just so excited and don't know what to do with myself because I am perhaps seeing, you know, the attraction uh, on a sexual level of a, of a person just because I can see them in, you know, without clothes or with less clothes. It's something that then becomes normal and they can then focus on the person and the human being in front of them, making what we could only hope would be proper choices based on that as opposed to just the, you know, the excitement or the, you know, taboo factor of, of the naked body. Sexuality isn't just about nudity, it's about a lot of other aspects. It's about, like, connection and it could be a touch, it could be anything like that, it could be just other things, not just about nudity. And what about photos? Of course, we, you, you might take photos of your kids and uh, we might publish photos. Um, why? Why do we need photos of naked children is what people would ask you. I mean, we don't need to, but we take pictures of our kids doing stuff regardless of what they're wearing. If I was at my house and my kid was doing something silly, I would take a picture of him regardless of what's happening with the clothing situation. I've got tons of pictures of my kids in various outfits and not outfits because they're kids that's what they do <laughs> I've never met a kid that likes to wear clothes <laughs> that would be interesting I get really confused as to why people think pictures of children need to be pornography I myself did a lot of nude modeling before having kids so I'm used to the human body being a piece of artwork as opposed to you know pornography but even with kids, the only difference in the photos that we take of our kids here as opposed to at a regular park, the only difference is that they're not wearing clothes. They're still doing the same activities that they would be doing in another setting. They're still, um, you know, being kids. They're not doing any sort of sexualized activities. So it's not pornography if it's not sexualized. They're just being themselves. They're living their lives and they're happy and free. Is it really important to have uh, pictures of kids that are nude as well as letting them be nude? So, I mean, I think photography is really important. I think photos are a wonderful way to capture memories and beautiful moments. They're also a really great way to share things with people that aren't present or able to be present somewhere. So I think photos are important. I think it's all to do with context, right? Like, if you have a photo of a child who is naked, that doesn't make it sexual. Because again, nudity unto itself isn't sexual. All of our body parts can be incorporated into sex. That doesn't mean my elbow is sexual just because there's a picture of it, you know. And just like my sexual organs can be sexual, but they can also not be sexual. When I'm birthing a child, my vagina is not sexual. When I'm breastfeeding a child, my breasts aren't sexual. So it's all about context, not about the part itself. And that's the same thing for pictures of children or adults. 
a photo of me is not pornography. Just because it's a child doesn't mean any different. Um, like, I don't see why I couldn't take a picture of him having a great time on the jungle gym because he's nude. Why would I not be able to do that? That's not pornography at all. It's a picture at the beach or jumping into the pool, which if she had a bathing suit on, no one would be saying a thing. You know, we're not, we're not abusing our children by any means. Do you think that by being here, your kids might be more vulnerable to predators, that this place somehow attracts predators? Because that's the number one question that we get when people find out it's a family park. Definitely not. Predators are everywhere, whether you're clothed, clothed or not. That, I don't think that makes it. And because this is such a safe community, and because we've been coming here for so many years, everybody knows us. So for example, if someone saw something that may be inappropriate, you better believe they're telling somebody immediately because they know that that's not the child that goes with that adult. And it's a safe place and no concerns of that whatsoever. Here is a community vibe. Um, everyone looks out for everyone. I have like a group of friends and it's grown over the years and everyone seems to know everybody and we're all looking out for each other. Um, I would be more worried about him being in a regular beach or somewhere like that where nobody's looking out for him. Um, it's just me and him there by ourselves. We're here, I have a whole group of everybody looking out for him. Also, you can't prevent him from stuff like that. I mean, it, it happens whether it's going to happen here or it can happen at a church. It could be Boy Scouts, it could be anything like that. So. This environment's no different. I actually feel safer with him here than somewhere where he would just be by himself. Do you think that your kids would be more vulnerable to predators? Actually, this is probably the one place that I'm the most comfortable with my kids. Being a single mom, I dread going anywhere by myself with two children because I know it's going to be a nightmare and I know they're going to run away from me. But here, it's, it's a different environment. I, I know that there are tons and tons of people watching my kids regardless of whether they know me or not. I've had moments where I'm trying to wrangle my daughter and my son's running over here and this stranger next to me will hold on to her and keep her in place while I go run after the other kid. Like it's a community. It's almost like a big giant family being here. We're comfortable. We're safe. We love being here. It's a happy place. <laughs> it's amazing. Why do you think it's a good idea to raise your child here? It's our happy place. And when we wake up on Saturday morning, the first thing in our mind is, let's go to the park and spend the weekend with our best friends, the best people around, and we just enjoy ourselves so much here. We love it. He has a blast here, and I'm trying to raise him in a naturist environment so that he has more self-confidence and he's comfortable in his own Skin, and that also he realizes that not every body is a certain way. Um, we, he sees everybody and everybody is different. So with all of those concerns that we have for children today, um, and for the good reasons, there was lots of abuse that was ignored and covered up. Uh, but is our solution in terms of shaming them about their bodies and and uh, sh making them afraid of the world, are they safer today? I don't think so. I think we have more numbers today because we actually pay attention. But I don't think there's fewer uh, people out there 
with bad intentions. I think that is something that, as we've learned, is complex and comes from uh, a childhood of abuse in many cases that they become the abusers themselves. Intense body shame can't be good for children. I think it makes adults with all kinds of issues and concerns and who are not confident in themselves because they think so much of their value, especially for women, is what they look like. So I think that um, we need to, well, expose our children nudity. We need to raise them as naturists. I think that's very important. I think it's, it's, uh, it's it, you know, in, in, the, in Germany, in the uh, early 20th century, there was actually uh, the Adolf Koch schools, which were uh, about actually raising children uh, with where they were doing calisthenics and exercise nude and taking showers together nude. Um, and back then that was a sh- big thing because even hygiene was not as common, especially for the uh, lower classes. I think we need to recognize that this is important and that to protect them, we need to make them confident in themselves. Because when they're confident that they uh, in themselves and their bodies and they understand what it is, it's easier for them to say no, or if they can't because the adult has too much power over them, that they are not embarrassed into telling their parents so we can help them and we can stop the person. So is child shame natural? No, no way. Is it normal? Yeah, it's part of our society right now, but I think it has to change. It is natural, actually, in the first few years for children to be comfortable with who they are. We don't, we, they shouldn't lose that. They should, they should continue to be comfortable and be happy. The way that we see adults who come here for Bar- Baroques for the first time and rediscover that joy of feeling free again and not being ashamed of their body, children should never lose that. And they should come here as adults, not rediscovering, but because they've always been that way. Is doing it at home only enough? No. As we talked in the beginning of the intro, you have to be part of a community. You have They have to see not just your parents, because you know your parents, you always think your parents are weird as you grow up. Most of us did. I did, even though I had great parents. But I thought they were weird, and I thought they were wrong in so many things. And so it would be easy to dismiss your parents as being the weird ones and not the normal ones. And so if you're part of a community, they see all types, young, old, all bodies, shapes, sizes, color, then they start to see diversity. They start to see that we're all unique, that there's incredible variety in body shapes and sizes and breasts and penises and bums and everything, all parts. We're all different. We're all unique the way our faces are unique, and that's good, and that's normal. And that's natural to be comfortable with that. So I think that children need regular exposure to nudity. Or let's not even use that word because it's a word that's loaded. Children need a lot of regular exposures to bodies in their natural states and all types of bodies. And I think we should not just keep that to ourselves I think we need to go back to promoting it, not to protect naturism, not to portray it as a asexual or non-sexual activity, but to emphasize the importance for children to grow up in here. It's not just for us, it's for them. 
So that will be all for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Um, thank you. Thank you, as always, for listening. Again, my name is Stéphane Deschaines. I'm the host of the podcast and the owner of Baroque's Fire Nature's Park. And I make this show with lots of help from Samantha Graham, who does all the editing and helps with production and promotion. So please support her on Patreon, patreon.com slash naturistlivingshow. One word. Remember, it's not for me. I don't get any of the money, nor the Baroque's. All the money goes towards supporting, promoting a show, and, and, and paying Samantha for doing the work that she does. You can find links to all the things we talked about. There's many things in the show notes on the website at naturistlivingshow.com. And I would really encourage you to do that because in this particular case, we're also producing a YouTube video, with, which is going to be very similar to this two-part podcast series um, that you can also share with people. And we will have a link in the show notes with uh, to that YouTube video as well, which I hope, even though it has children in it, will not get taken down and will not have to be age-restricted because we tried to shoot in a very subtle way. But it does have kids in it, and given the experience with the image on part one, I don't know, but we'll see. So go take a look at the YouTube video. Hopefully it is easy to get to and it's still there. And please keep sending your comments and suggestions. We always appreciate getting them. All of our social media links are on the uh, website, naturistlivingshow.com. And the show's email address is contact at naturistlivingshow.com. I hope you enjoy the show and that you'll join us again for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.baroaks.ca. for the questions. Get rid of this mosquito that was trying to bite me. There you go. Do you think that by being here, your kids might be more vulnerable? For, do you think that by being here, your kids might be more vulnerable to predators, that this place somehow attracts predators? Because that's the number one question that we get when people find out it's a family park.
think removing the taboo and the um, yeah, repicking that up. Yeah. Last week she told me when she's 16 she wants to work here. <laughs> so I don't th honestly don't think there'll be a time when we don't want to come here. We want to retire here. <laughs>